we're Instagram Live now. I'm actually just in the midst of actually going Facebook Live as well. And I am a little bit earlier because uh, I want to spend half an hour today actually talking about another topic. I had someone just message me going, hey Sean, I'm struggling to make progress and I want to know what I can do to make sure I'm on my way to get there. I want to lose weight and I want to build muscle. So I'm going to actually address that later on. Just going to find myself on live before I do that. So if you are watching out there, hello to you. Uh, if you have any questions, of course, if this is your first time, you must be new here. Uh, don't be afraid to just send me a message if you need any questions answered, and I'd be happy to do that for you. Hi, everybody. My name is Sean. Thank you for joining me. I am on live a little bit earlier because it's 5.26 on my watch. And I'm actually going live once again at six o'clock on this tonight, uh, talking about a different topic. But today, I actually had someone ask me a really good question, which I didn't want to miss out on. And I knew I didn't want to forget about this topic because it worked really well with the topic that I had last week. Once again, another female person answered our questions on Instagram Live, actually on Instagram Reels. Let me try that for the third time, Instagram Polls. And we were asking people, are you struggling with getting results or getting started? Or are you struggling to uh, get progress? Once again, through those polls, we always like to ask people more about it. And then it gives us a bit of questions for us to work on. So we're actually answering direct people's questions when we do these. So if you want to be part of it, uh, feel free just of all, just DM us. We'd love to see what we can do to help you out. If not, interact with our polls and we will ask you questions. If you're like, hey, look, I actually don't have anything just yet. That's fine. We're just here to get to know you people because at the end of the day, that's why we do this, right? So it's 527. Maybe you're on the way home. Maybe you're already home. Maybe you're working from home. But we're going to answer this question right here. So just to give you a bit of a case study. So I had actually a friend message me and she said that she was looking to lose some weight and also looking to build muscle, but she was a little bit uncertain about what she needs to do to get there. She wanted to know, do I need to work on variety? Because it could be that, or it could be my nutrition. So we're going to bring it all to be very narrow first, and also very broad before we specify exactly what we need to do. So what we're going to do has, no Dave, I will not be sharing your live video. To be in my live video, no, I'm actually questioning a few things. So this particular person was saying to me, hey, look, I'm looking to lose weight um, and my body composition is something I'm focusing on. Doing a lot of strength training, but do I need to get more variety into my training? We're going to break this down first. First of all, losing weight, the big question is how much weight are you looking to lose? And obviously, we're not going to get an answer straight away. But the reason why we ask how much do you want to lose is because the amount that you want to lose is going to be related to how long you need to train for. So for example, if you're someone you know who's 100 kilos and you have you know, quite a bit more to lose, you will be training for a longer period of time, but you will lose more at the start. And then at the end, it becomes at the end a little bit harder. You're actually fighting against your physiological being to actually be that lean. We're not supposed to be super, super lean. If you uh, really resonate with that one, make sure you listen to me at six o'clock. The next thing is, is it actually about your body composition that you're looking for? Now, I purposely didn't ask too many questions about this because I actually wanted to go broad so it can relate to a lot more people. Weight loss is generally never the goal for a lot of people. Weight loss is generally never the goal that a lot of people want. It's actually about body composition. 
So let's talk about what body composition is because I think they feel like everyone knows what weight is. Body composition is basically what your body is composed of. Now first of all, everyone has, you know, muscle, everyone has fat, everyone has water, everyone has bones, and everyone has organs, okay? If you don't have all those things, you might be a little bit worried. The next thing is we also have blood. So when we have all these things here, this is what your body is composed of. Now we can't change certain things. You can't change how much you know blood you have from training. Actually, I take that back. The fitter you are, the more that you use, your body produces higher amounts of oxygen and also a physiological adaptation. Your blood's also better too. But we're not talking about that. What we're looking to do is really we can't eliminate all of it. So the more, no matter how much you train, you can never have 0% body fat. Because guess what? You'd be very, very, very sick. You can't have that. So when we're talking about body composition in the training field, what we're actually talking about is how much muscle mass you have and how much fat mass you have. Yes, you can also decrease how much visceral fat you have. I'm just going to put that under the fat region, okay? Put it in the fat jar as they say, actually, as I say. So when we're looking at body composition, maybe this is what you're looking for. Because I always do question a lot of people about weight loss. Now, what is weight? When we talk about weight, weight is how much relationship you have towards gravity and the floor now realize what i just said there because how do we take our weight we have a weight on weight scales you put it on grass guess what it's different to when you put it on a slant when you put it on tiles and when you put it on a corkboard okay all these things are just how much force you're generating towards the floor yes we should also take into consideration of your weight but Number one thing before we look at weight is composition. So maybe what you're really looking for is what your composition is as opposed to your weight. Now, one thing I didn't put on my dot points right here is I know that this particular person is younger. So younger than 23. I'm going to say right now, uh, your weight is naturally going to go up. Okay. There's nothing we can fight about that. When I was 18, I was 42 kilos. So I'm pretty sure I'm not going to get back to my 18 your old weight. But how much weight you put on is going to be the difference. So have a look at any person who might be in your position, maybe someone of uh, the same sport, same background, same physiological, someone still training, more than likely their weight's still going to go up. So I don't know what your composition is because I haven't scanned you. But naturally, as well as being female too and male, weight will naturally go up. And I say that because most of the guys who are team skinny club with me, um, most people are now not as skinny. You would see them like, hey, look, you're just going to put on weight as you naturally get older. It's actually true because what happens is when you're older, obviously your adaptations start to break down, your metabolism starts to break down, your daily lifestyle starts to break down, your nutritional intake, you know, all the things that you can get away with, it naturally does happen. And I used to say to people, nah, I've got a fast metabolism. Well, guess what? I actually don't anymore. <laughs> like I said, I was 47 kilos when I was 18. I ate a truckload and uh, yeah, it caught up. So maybe we need to find out where you are in your stage of life and also just understand that um, if you're in the healthy parameters as well, because it is a natural instinct or natural reaction for the body to have this and there's nothing wrong with that, which I'm all about. We're all pro body here within reasons. So the next thing is we're talking about building muscle. You, know, you wanted to focus on building muscle. Actually, the word that you said was toning. Not a problem with that. It's just a fancy word for putting muscle. So what are you focusing on? Are you focusing on upper body? Are you focusing on lower body? And are you focusing on strength? 
Now, because of my background, I was a bodybuilder into a powerlifter, into, I like to say, somewhat of a weightlifter. And then now I'm kind of dilly-dallying in some bodybuilding and some powerlifting and concepts of powerlifting, should I say, because I don't lift heavy weights anymore. And some concepts of bodyweight training. What are you focusing on? What is something that you can start to focus on mentally as a small little win here and there? So when I was doing bodybuilding, for me, it was about consistency because I knew if I was pushing to my maxes to a certain extent and I could be consistent with my training, the more things I start to strung together, the more consistent I would definitely get progress no matter how long it would be. Four weeks, eight weeks, 10 weeks, 12 weeks, 12 years. When I became a powerlifter, it was about making sure I could find those small little wins. It could be moving the bar faster, my perceptions of how hard things felt, especially at the same weight. So if 100 kilos felt like death when I was trying to bench press it, or I didn't get it at all, and then three months later I got it and I felt like I could five more reps in, that's my perception of my strength. Are you doing anything like that? The next thing is maybe you're more cardio-based. Is your 5K run getting easier? Is your 100K... 100Ks, that's horrible. Is your 500 meter sprint on your rower getting better? Anything that you can really measure getting better. The next thing I'm going to say is, are you measuring anything? And if you are measuring, are you measuring the right thing? Because there's no point measuring your 500 meter row if you're trying to get a better one met, run rep max bench press. Okay, just saying that out there in case some people don't know that. One thing that you did mention to me was about your nutrition. Now, nutrition can be a bit of a tricky one. I'm going to touch base as best as I can with it. Not a nutritionist, not a dietitian, but I do also have some sort of background to understand what I can teach you. With most people, and uh, especially in the last three weeks when I've started to you know, touch base with some of my new clients, protein is the hardest one. Protein is always the hardest one for most people. So if you can start to prioritize your days like protein. Now, I have a great story because I love stories. Also, it kind of makes me feel like I don't live in a gym all the time. When I went to Japan, I had two priorities in my life. I had the priority of going to Disneyland and the priority to go to Universal Studios. Now, if I was there for four weeks, I would always make sure that I know the two days that I'm going to those two places. And I'll base everything around it. So then I can go to where I want to go for the you know the bullet station, bullet stations, bullet trains. It's been a while since I traveled. Then after that, I would want to go where my day trips are and how long it's going to take me. But I'd make sure there'd be enough days in between so I can recover to go to Universal Studios and Disneyland. What I'm trying to tell you about this is now you need to know how much protein you're eating per day. Then you need to understand how you can start to structure your eating based around your protein. So for example, here's a little tip for yourself for those people who struggle with protein. First of all, know what your protein is. And then second of all, how can you get it in for your whole day? So for example, if my goal is to hit 150 grams of protein, and I'm trying to eat four times per day. On an average, hey Dazza, thanks for joining us. On average, it would be 150 divided by four. And from the top of my head, that's 37.5. No, it's not, but it's close to it. Someone let me know what it is in the, uh, in the comment section below. What's 37.5? But now if I understand that I have to eat 37.5 grams of protein, and I don't mean 37.5 grams of chicken, but 37.5 worth of protein, and I eat that four times a day, that's 150 grams. So for yourself now, how many grams of protein are you eating? And when we do 37.5 times 4, that gives you 150 grams. How much are you eating? Find out what you need to do from there. So if your goal is to hit 100 grams, then you need to eat 25 
divided by three or four or five or how many meals you eat per day. The next thing is, of course, you need carbohydrates. I am not against carbohydrates. I hate people who are. If you're against carbohydrates anyway, you need to understand that that's your source of good energy, especially when it comes to workouts recovery as well. Only people who should be very aware of carbohydrates are people who are bored and people who are diabetic. Anyway, moving on. How many carbohydrates are you eating when you're eating it? Because maybe this is your limitation towards why your training sessions aren't being so effective. But I know on days that if I'm not eating before I train, what's the point? I mean, it's better than nothing, don't get me wrong. But I know that I could have done better if I had something to eat and give me that energy. So once you focus on your protein intake, then you focus on your carbohydrate intake pre or post-workout. Preferably always pre and then some post. Find out what your daily calories are per day as well. This is what's going to help you grow. Now, I'm going to start talking about this, which is not actually on my dot points, because as I started to develop, and I always tell people, if you are still doing the same shit that you're doing 10 years ago with no variety at all, uh, you are not growing, you have not learned. Okay, so 10 years ago, I would have been like, calories are calorie. Now I'm saying, what about the quality of your calories now? Okay, so what is the quality of your calories? So don't go trying to churn out some, you know, sugar to get your carbohydrates in it's don't get me wrong it's a calorie it's going to get you there it's going to help you give you some energy but it's not the good quality um, carbohydrate that you'd rather have but then again if you're going to eat like a whole you know piece of brown bread and you feel sick because you can't digest it fast enough before you train guess what now you got to look at something else so developing something that's going to work well for you is the most important thing so just to reiterate on nutrition because i know this is something that you wanted to work on Protein, how much are you eating per day? Carbohydrates, are you eating at pre-workout and post-workout and how much are you eating per day? Then after that, from there, if you can hit those two things, and I only really focus on two of those three calories because if you can hit, sorry, macros, if you can hit two of your three macros and you hit your calories, you're going to hit your third calorie indirectly, okay? Because if you know how many calories you're eating per day and what you need to eat to hit your goal of building muscle but also focusing on weight loss, then you're going to be in a very good place, but you have to know where these pieces need to go, okay? So first, the next question I'm going to ask is, do you know how to calculate that? Yes, Dazza, we did actually used to eat Pop-Tarts that hit carbs, and it was disgusting. I can't eat and look at it anymore, but you know, at the age of 21, you think you're invincible. But one thing I will say is at least it was good enough for you to digest, quick enough to train, but now I would probably rather just eat a quality carbohydrate, digest, and then train. But yeah, I can't eat, look at a Pop-Tart anymore. The next question that you wanted to ask was actually about variety and variety in training. So I've written a few things here. I think variety is very important, especially when it comes to weight loss and training, but too much variety means that you can't get efficient at it. Hey, Jono, thanks for joining us. And what I mean by variety is... I solely believe that there are eight exercises that everyone needs to do and see if I can memorize it. It's going to be a vertical and horizontal push. That's two of them, by the way. A vertical and horizontal pull. A lower body push, which is going to be a squat and lunge and those kind of exercises. A lower body pull, which is a hip hinge based exercise. So that's going to be more like your Romanian deadlifts and deadlifts. Then after that, a carry and some anti-rotation slash abs. Those are your eight movements. And ask anyone if they're good at anything, those are basically, they'll say, look, there's less than eight movements that you need to do and focus on. Anyone else who says anything else, they don't have a procedure. So 
how are you tracking your progress in training? So with everyone that I have, we try and do, you know, one to five rep maxes on squat bench deadlift because, you know, I used to be a powerlifter and I like to try and relive those days and live by vicariously through everyone else. And then I like to see people do some pull-ups, once again, a horizontal, a vertical pull. And then I love seeing push-ups because it's a bodyweight exercise. That's a horizontal push. And then I like to see people do some anti-rotation and abs because guess what? You learn from my mistakes when you train with me. Um, I used to hurt my back all the time because my abdominals are weak. And also my lower back is very, very, very injured or so. And I like everyone else to prevent and live the way that I wish I could live. So I teach people all those exercises. So do you need variety? First of all, you need more like a system. What are you doing? What are you prioritizing? For myself, I like to focus on right now anyway, push-ups, pull-ups, dips. Can I add weight? Can my perception of those get easier? Can I do more in less time? Can I do it faster? Then after that, can I add more weight? Then your varieties can work in just the simplest ways possible. Don't overthink it too much. So I've actually gone through this a few times, but this may be the first time you've heard it. It's the fit principle, nice and easy. Frequency, do you want to train it more? Do you want to do more sets and reps? Intensity, do you want to do it heavier? Or do you want to increase the tension? Do you want to decrease the rest? Time, so how much time are you resting between as well? That can also be considered intensity. And then type, but I like to just change that with tempo as well. So are you doing eccentrics, isometrics? Here's the thing though, you don't need to do all of them at once. You don't need to do high tension with reducing your weight and increasing sets every single day because that's just too many things at once. Find one thing that you need to do, then move on from there. Then after that, if you get sick of that or your body actually starts to adjust to it, so if you're doing all three second down tempo and you're all doing three sets of 10 and it starts to get harder and harder or your body starts to break down, it's time to deload it. Maybe change it to a next thing as well. Maybe instead of three sets of 10 tempo for three seconds for those first three weeks and your fourth week is a deload, you can go four sets of 10 and you can do no tempo to an RPE eight and then increase from there linearly as well. And you won't find that in a textbook. That's just my internal system that I've written for most people. And that's something that I've kind of developed across time. I know that if I have someone doing tension for three seconds on the way down, I know that they're physically going to be using less weight. The intensity internally will be quite high because the tension in the muscle is working more. Then when I take away that tension and they go up into three sets of 10 RPE8, they physically will be using more weight but then they would have less tension in their muscles because they get to use more of the bounce in their squat. I was thinking of the squat, by the way. So that's something that you can do to try to develop for yourself. Now, the hardest thing I've always found, even for myself to this point in time, this is why I don't ever write my own programs anymore. I do have a system, but I don't really try and write my own programs for most things now. I always hire a coach. Is that if you try and coach yourself, you probably won't get very far. And the next thing is, us as coaches, I'm a coach now, I promote my service of coaching. It seems a little bit uh, hypocritical when I can't hire a coach to look after me now because you're in the same position as myself. I know that you are a personal trainer as well. You are trying to learn and uh, I think one thing is don't be afraid to reach out if you need something because if you're looking after so many people and so many clients, the one thing is have someone that looks after you so you don't have to keep looking after yourself. The only thing that you have to do to look after yourself is 
get someone else to look after you to help you with your training. This will start to give you more structure in your day. And I think the biggest thing that I've learned in my time is that if you are asking for help, it's no longer a sign of weakness. It's actually a sign of strength and growth. Okay. I'm going to leave it there for the time being because I think it's quite important. If there's anyone out there who has anything to input with this, uh, let me know. I am going to sign off for about 15 minutes and give myself a bit of a mental break because I am going to actually go to my Facebook Live on my private Facebook group, sorry, on my public Facebook group, Perth Health and Fitness, talking about another topic. So if you have any questions, leave it there for now. But if you would like to join me, head over to either sean.momentum or momentum.active Instagram and go into the link tree and you'll see a free Facebook group. I'm going to be posting in that right there. And I'll be doing a Facebook live talking about why being fit is a lie. And it really does relate a lot to what I just talked about today or what I already have talked about. But what I've just talked about really was more about a specific person female wants to build muscle, wants to lose weight, uh, what should I do with training and nutrition? I'm going to be talking a little bit more broad about the person who says that they want to be fit. And I'm not going to lie. I wish I didn't use that word. I'm not going to lie, but being fit is a lie. I wish there was a better way to say that. So what I want to be able to do is I want to be able to help people as much as possible. So if you can join us on that Facebook group, if you have any questions, let me know. And I'm looking forward to helping a lot more out there. Okay. If you want to watch this again, I'll pop, I'll pop this one into my Instagram TV on both Momentum.Active and Sean.Momentum. People on the Momentum.Active Instagram, please face, head over to my Sean.Momentum Instagram. You will actually find a lot more IGTVs that you can keep watching and learn from there. You can also go into the link tree on both of those Instagram lives or Instagram pages and you can find the link tree to our podcasts. Everyone on Facebook Live, thank you so much for joining us. Like, share this if you think it was useful or ask me a question that is all for tonight everyone and i'll see you guys in 10 minutes